0: hips. I'll take your left leg and just extend it right out to the side. Ready? Begin. One, two, three, four,
1: one, two, and three. That's it. That is the voice of American fitness guru and pioneer, the one and only Jack LaLanne. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 85 of Exactly Enough Time. a podcast about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have to enjoy the people, places, and things important to you. Did you know we can choose to be curious and playful, to live with intention, and to create connection. I am a life enthusiast and a storyteller. I interview interesting people like my brother and I talk about what they do and why they do it. Listen up. I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story because you have exactly enough time. you not, I have a picture of myself sitting on the sofa, 1969, dressed up in my mother's nightgown, holding my doll in my lap. And guess what's in the background? A television, a really old looking television. And guess who's on the television? Jack LaLanne. I will be putting that picture in the show notes. Okay, you guys, Jack LaLanne pioneered fitness shows on television. His show ran for more than 35 years, and I actually remember watching my mom exercise with Jack LaLanne. We call jumping jacks, jumping jacks because of Jack LaLanne. Listen to this.
0: My name is Jack LaLanne, and I'm here for one reason and one reason only, to show you how to feel better and look better so you can live longer. And there's also many of you students who say, Jack, I know, I know, I know that I need exercise, but, well, it's too boring, it isn't any fun, and I can't do it, or I'm too old. These are all excuses, because I'm going to be here to show you how much fun and how easy exercise, well, I don't like to call it exercise, I like to call it trimnastics, how much fun it really can be, and I want to show you that you can do it.
1: (laughs) I love making this podcast. I love digging up random clips of people who have done really interesting and curious things like Jack LaLanne. And we're not gonna talk to Jack, he's no longer with us, nor are we gonna talk trimnastics, but we are going to let you hear the second half of my conversation with my awesome brother, Theron who is a doctor of chiropractic and who is so knowledgeable when it comes to the things that Jack LaLanne was passionate about. So today's episode is all about exercise and I can't wait to dive in. But I want to share first a speak pipe message I got right after last week's episode. Hey, Stacey, Amy here. I just wanted to pop on. I listened to your podcast with your brother about aging. And I got to tell you, I, instead of grabbing those few M&Ms this morning for breakfast, I cut an apple and dipped it in almond butter. And I did that all because of what I learned from your podcast. So thank you for that. Yay. That is my friend and listener, Amy McGrew. And Amy has more to say that I am saving for a future episode, but I just wanted you to hear her words. It's true, isn't it? That when we hear something and we internalize it, we have then the ability to change something in our life that will benefit us. I love hearing from you. Keep these messages coming. Thank you for the reviews and thank you for the SpeakPipe messages. Okay, so today we're back with my brother Theron and we are going to talk about the second half of the health equation, especially as we age and we desire to age gracefully. Today's episode is all about exercise. Exercise. Really, I like to call it not trimnastics like Jack LaLanne, but movement, the opportunity we have to move our body in healthy ways. Let's continue learning with Theron. I'm going to pick up right where we left off. Okay, so let's transition now to exercise. And you And I talked to you offline about a week ago, and you just gave me some really interesting just ideas about the type of movement that's increasingly important as we age. And so I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember that, but kind of jump into that yeah. side of the health equation. Right.
0: So so first of all, let's just say that um, like exercise is really powerful medicine. It's a really powerful way yeah. to limit the adverse effects of aging. Um, so, I mean, things like like... You know how they have these ads that say, ask ask your doctor if whatever is right for you. And you never know what the drug even does. <laughs> you know, it just shows pictures of people pushing their kids on a swing or riding their bike to the park. And like, what is this drug you're right. talking about? Well, I got to ask my doctor about this drug and I don't know what it is. You know? Right, right. That's you so know. funny. But what, what if exercise was like that. What if they show people working out and they're like, ask your doctor if exercise is right for you. <laughs> I mean, there's no doctor in the world that yeah. wouldn't be like, man, if I could give somebody a pill that would confer the health benefits of exercise, of exercise. every single person is going to get a script for this. Yeah. right, Because it's going to decrease their blood pressure, increase their mood, increase their bone density, increase their ability to sleep, right. increase their overall you know self-esteem because they're going to look better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all these positive benefits. You know, Increase yeah. their brain health. So many people now are saying, hey, we thought exercise was for our muscles and our bones and joints exercise is so important for your brain for your
1: brain yeah i I know that yeah yeah, think
0: about this for a second like we are sensory driven beings we need to have things come into our nervous system right to stimulate our brain things we hear see taste feel all that stuff the one sensory input that you can't turn off is the effect of gravity on your muscles and joints right and you can make it a a dark room that's quiet and you cannot taste anything and all this stuff you can you can block out those but our creator made us so that our body has a lot of what they call mechanoreceptors that respond to motion and gravity and moving. Even your ribs have to move right, as you're breathing. Yeah. And then when those mechanoreceptors are stimulated, that sends input to your brain, not just to tell your body where your brain is, you tell your brain, sorry, where your body is in space. That's the, that's what they call proprioception. But right. also just to, it's almost like a to send nervous system information to your brain, like. To generate a baseline level of frequency of firing of neurons in your brain, so that you can have neurotransmitter release, you can make networks of neurons. And that's why they say, man, if you're exercising, you're going to be smarter. You'll decrease, you know, yeah. the the things that come with dementia or memory. Oh, and
1: that's why maybe. they say sitting is the new smoking. Sitting is the new like, smoking. Like just move, yeah. <laughs> move your body. Exactly okay, but right. so women and most women <clears throat> that I talk to have a. a either a love-hate, I mean, they have a love-hate relationship mm. with exercise. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that's maybe erroneous, and you can help me understand or, or, or say this, is that exercise has to be 45 minutes long, and it has to be crazy intense. Right. And, and if it's not, you know, well, then I guess I'll just go for a walk. Yeah. So talk to me about the different types of exercise, particularly mm-hmm. some resistance exercise. Yeah. Um, and then you were talking about just the importance of some agility training. You know? I want yeah. to hear about that because that was right. game-changing for me. Yep.
0: So, um, you know how they talk about like the the dose of um, effect relationship? You know, like the No. The, the, well in medicine they'll <laughs> talk about like there's what's the minimal effective dose. So if you oh. weigh if you weigh one hundred and forty pounds, how much of this medication do I have to give you gotcha. for you to have the physiological benefits from it or you oh. didn't notice it if it's like blocking pain or something like that? Okay. It has to be so like if I took eight hundred milligrams of ibuprofen a half hour later I'm like, Oh, my knee doesn't hurt as much. But if I took like 150 milligrams, I might be like, I didn't notice a thing. Okay. Right? So there's a certain so the proper between the dose and the effect. Yeah.
1: yeah, okay. Well, the
0: cool thing about exercise is you don't have to have a high dose to have a positive physiologic effect.
1: I love it. And,
0: and last week when you were mentioning, now sometimes I just make sure I knock out 15 minutes because, yeah. and I don't feel bad about it being 15 minutes and I yeah. don't have to feel like I gotta knock out 45 minutes or a half hour or a, an hour and a half. Right. So you're gonna have positive benefits from a very mild dose. Now, there is a curve where you have more benefits if you do more to a certain point and then and then you're going to have you know there's always a point where you have excessive wear and tear on your joints or excessive wear on your heart and then you start to have diminishing returns okay you have a hard ability you have a hard time recovering from the exercise you don't you don't maybe have the genetics or the hormone profile to recover from that much Mm -hmm. exercise so there is. Well, a and lot I think that happens a, a lot, right?
1: Where we we're like, okay, it's the first of the month, or it's the first yeah. of the year, or whatever, and I'm going to start right? a new exercise program, yeah. and I'm going to go, you know, mm-hmm. and four or five days later, yeah. then you're you've overtaxed your body, and you're tired, right. and then you fall off the exactly. wagon, so to speak.
0: So oh. let's talk about that one because this is one that I've really um, tried to help my patients understand and okay. use in my life, and that that's the notion that. It, you know consistency with exercise is more important than intensity yeah now it's there's times when an intense exercise is really good and there are some specific benefits from intense exercise you know as far as kicking your metabolic rate yeah. increasing your capacity things like that but It's better to do something consistently over time, especially for the health and anti aging benefits, than to do something hard once in a while.
1: Okay. Okay, I have to stop here because, hello, Theron changed my life when he taught me this principle consistency is more important than intensity. Just move your body every single day, explore all the different ways there are to move, and we're going to talk about that. But being consistent will bless your life far more than getting exactly the right kind of exercise or doing it at a certain type of level or intensity or length of time. Every single day is the secret. And that doesn't mean
0: you don't need some break, possibly. Right. Uh-huh. But if people can get in their heads, okay, I'm gonna do this consistently, I'm not gonna feel bad if it's not that hard, yeah. but I'm not gonna miss. I yeah. am not going to miss. And that that's one thing that I'm good at with is with exercise. I prioritize and I say, I'm going to get this out of the way yeah. and I'm going to do it and I'm not going to miss. There's a few reasons why. Okay. Now I might not be as good with like, well, I didn't plan for my business. I didn't read my scriptures. I didn't do this, you know, work on our communication or, you know, yeah. to, to, I didn't take care of my yard. I miss those kind of things. I, I don't miss my exercise. That's just me. Right. 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 So I'm, I'm not tooting my home that I'm like super disciplined in all areas, but at least in getting exercise done, yeah, I'm disciplined because I believe in that notion that you got to be consistent over time. Yeah. So many people, they get a little injury, they f- go on a three day vacation, they get off the routine and then they don't get back on. You yeah. cannot get bumped.
1: Yeah. I love that. And you guys, I'm going to put a picture of Theron in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> not. you're, how well old you now? Because I'm 55, <laughs> so you're 52-ish?
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'll be 52 next month.
1: 52 next month. Okay. Okay, so no, I, I, you are extremely fit, but you you get up at what time? This morning, I, well, I showed up at 9 a.m. at your house and you had already um, worked out like at 5.30, 5 530. yeah. yeah 5. And then did did you, did, how do you say that? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu, <laughs> he did that at 7.30, so you know, yeah. he's fully exercised by the time I show up at 9 a.m., so. Here comes a cute little personal story about Theron's wife, Kristen, who is often frustrated because she can't get a good picture of Theron. Either he's sticking his tongue out or closing his eyes, but he talks about how he could definitely be an underwear model.
0: Side note on that yesterday, Kristen was talking to a patient and she's a photographer and she's like, I need help. I can't get there and to look good in a picture. He's either got his tongue out, looking his lip or he's got his eyes closed. And yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'm an, I'm an, I'm an underwear model. You cut off my head. and That's, that's all right. I got. I can't lose that. You can't help me from the head. I can up."
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Your so, body um, makes up for your face. Is yeah, that what I you're got. saying? <laughs> So, on. um,
0: but, uh, let me, let me just say one thing about the, the mental, the, the mental benefits or the, dis, the, the self-esteem issue with yeah. working out is that if you can just be consistent over time, yeah. um, you are going to feel better about yourself, obviously, because how we feel better about ourselves is we do something that's kind of hard for us and we do it over and over and over, we do and it over consistently yeah. and pretty soon, you know, we got that down mm-hmm. and, um, it's good it's good for your mental health and your esteem to do that. And that's mm-hmm. one area where you can do it. And I would think, when I think about somebody like you who's got like a lot of different um, pots in the mm-hmm. fire, so to speak, you have a lot of different things going on in your life. Mm-hmm. So let's say, oh man, I'm waiting for that email to get back from that guy so I can go ahead with this other thing. And I'm waiting to hear back on this. Mm-hmm. And I want to do this, but I need to have an hour where I can sit down and not be interrupted to focus on this. Right. You have all these things. Exercise is not like that. You it's only you and the exercise, and you do it first thing. Yeah. So nobody else needs you. And that's actually so, what I
1: do. I get up and put my exercise yes. clothes on, and guess what? I can't eat breakfast until I exercise. There you go. Yeah. I really like food. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I have a couple. Like I've mentioned to you, I have a couple of different. I have a, a fifteen minute a TRX. Yeah, and... I have a T. I have TRX bands, which mm-hmm. I love. I have a fifteen minute routine on that. I, I have an elliptical, and I can hop mm-hmm. on there for fifteen minutes, and then I do kind of a, I do a couple bursts of intense, you know, exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of days a week I like to just go outside and go on a, on a walk and right. it's not a super intense thing but it's super good for my brain yeah. and just that like you talked about the soul, and then brain, I have a longer that. weight routine but in my mind as the as the my day depending on my day and as the morning shapes up you know I might have this when I hop up be like I'm totally gonna do 45 minutes today and then you know I end up just doing 15 mm-hmm. but I end up doing something every single day yeah, exactly. so that's the totally approach I really you know real quick. If you were ever going to check out the show notes do it today i just mentioned my trx bands and also the weight routine that i do and love it's called the happy body and i'm going to link to both of those resources for you at stacyjulian.com. so be sure to check those out yeah. and my body is far from perfect i have a squishy tummy and i'm okay with that at this age because I'm not looking... I mean, my goal is to stay healthy and to stay active. Yeah. Talk to me about that agility thing, because that's oh. what I've been thinking about nonstop hey, since last I week. Let's talk about that
0: in one sec, because okay. you, you mentioned something that's really important. and You said, I mean, you have a healthy body, and your body's capable of all the stuff you tackle and all the stuff you can do, the energy you have. Um, but you have a little bit of squishiness in your stomach. So just so you know, the, like your body mass index, you know, the mm-hmm. score that you get for how heavy you are versus how tall you are, mm-hmm. and fitness... Are not the same thing hmm. so how squishy your stomach is and the health benefits you derive from exercise are not the same thing ah. and, we, and we know that like have you ever run a race and there's like this short person who's kind of chubby and they're they're running past you, or yeah. you see those Happens people. Happens to me all the time. You see those people come through at marathons, and you're yeah. like, "That person does not look like a marathoner. How do they do that? They have the capacity and the fitness to do that. They don't have the ideal body composition that you th- would think of as a marathon ah. runner. but they're going to be very healthy. Their heart's going to be healthy. They got they yeah. got great endurance. They got you know, yeah. they may have a pretty good metabolism. All those things. They're getting benefits from exercise. Yeah. And, but so don't, don't
1: over their... equate it with exactly. being thin or being looking super. F- Fit, I Life. guess.
0: Exactly. So it's, you. So what I'm saying is, you may be fit and have and be deriving all the health benefits from exercise, which yeah. are great for anti aging. It's great for all those things we talked about with your heart, and your brain, and blah blah blah. Yeah. But you may not look perfect with your body composition, or you know, yeah. like, like, some like a figure competitor or something like that. Yeah. But so the it, scale okay.
1: and the mirror are not your those two are, best ways of not. measuring benefit. Yes. I love that.
0: They they are helpful. Yeah. You know, in general. Right. They're helpful, but. They are, like they used to tell us in Physiology, the mirror and the the scale can be liars and frauds and false indicators of health. Right. So just because somebody, and the other thing is that um, health and performance are not the same thing. So just because you can run a certain distance or lift a certain weight, that's high performance. But it doesn't mean that it's high health necessarily. Mm -hmm. And when somebody starts to put all of their energy to being good at one thing, Mm -hmm. they may suffer in other areas. And then maybe that's a good transition into the three aspects of exercise. And okay. you mentioned agility. Yeah. So agility, there's it's agility. There's it depends on where you look. There's lists that say these are the seven components of a good exercise plan. These are the five components. Right. We're just gonna make it three. Okay. It's easier. I like so it. there's agility and flexibility, and then we say there's cardio, okay, vascular health, or you know, what yeah. they call it, endurance type training. And then there's resistance training or weight training. So you gotta have those three. In your fitness routine, okay, and when, and the thing that's so important about agility for anti-aging is trying to maintain your flexibility, okay, and your balance and coordination, right, as you get older. And this is what we were talking about the other day because you know you don't. We're like, hey, do you hear about twenty-five-year-olds falling and breaking their hip? It doesn't mean they don't have osteoporosis. They could still have weak bone yeah. bone density, and they say that is the case with a lot of young women. And that this were raised on diet coke and don't exercise or just naturally thin, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, she's healthy, not necessarily. Yeah. But the reason you hear about the older women falling and breaking their hip is because they did fall, and why did they fall, and the 25 year old didn't, is because they don't have the balance and coordination that the 25 year olds has. Right. They start, you know, they'll step off the curb and then whoa, they'll go down. Yeah. And so the one of the main goals with agility and anti-aging is that I want to be sure on my feet as much as I can. Now, there's always things that can happen that can derail you from that. But let's say those things didn't happen and you just want to maintain balance and coordination, then you have to do things that just challenge your balance and coordination. And so you want to dance. You want to do a step aerobic class. You Mm. want to hike on an uneven trail where you're going to have to hop on the rocks. You Mm. want to do, you know, something where you kind of... You're (laughs) sidestepping. You're sidestepping. You're moving off a straight line. And we were also mentioning, you know, like sometimes you'll see like, uh, an old guy running on the road and he you're like I gotta hand it to you guy you're like that's pretty cool you're out there yeah you know, fighting the good fight you know against the pavement but they they look pretty horrible how they're running they look very stiff they can only run in a state line right. If you push on the guy's shoulder from the <laughs> side he'd fall over <laughs> yeah. so you do have to try to do things that maintain that agility and balance and okay. so, and part of that is not just doing the things. Part of it is keeping your spine and especially your neck flexible. Okay. So you know, a minute ago we talked about the mechanoreceptors in our muscles and joints that respond to motion, and yeah. then that sends input to your cerebellum to tell you where your brain, yeah. where your body is in space. Most of the receptors for that are located in your neck, uh. and so in God's wisdom He made us so that you know most of those are in our necks, so that because your neck is like the your your neck is like the top of the flagpole, it's going to move the most in yeah. wind. Does that make sense? Oh, so, totally. you're looking like this, you're tilting your head side to side when you're talking to people, you, you lane change and you look, but you're not doing that with your low back all the time. You're not always twisting and laterally bending your low back, but you are your neck. And so oh. our made us with most of the receptors for balance and coordination in our neck. So as our, if we can maintain our neck motion and keep your neck back over your shoulders so you don't get a head forward posture, yes. that increases your balance and coordination wow yeah
1: see you guys isn't this
0: awesome
1: yeah. <laughs> i learned so much so
0: and the other thing you want to do with exercise you know beauty of exercise and, and anti-aging is that it is important for your posture and how you hold your head over your shoulders mm-hmm. so like let's say you're at church and you look at the two older ladies you know and they're so cute and you're like but i guarantee you're gonna look at one of them and go i want to age like her and not her right and the difference will be that the one you want to age like she's walking like a younger person she keeps her head over her shoulders her gait is still narrow she doesn't walk with a wide stance because her balance is bad. She gets up and stands, you know, gets up and sits down more like a 30-year-old does. And you'll see that if you go watch them at Chuckorama, watch them at church, watch them anywhere. Yeah. On vacation. You're like, oh man, I don't age like that lady. That's because she's moving like a younger person and she maintained her range of motion.
1: Interesting. You have
0: to force yourself to maintain your range. And so that's the flexibility and the balance training. And that's why yoga really is great because yoga doesn't just stretch you. Yoga makes you stand on one leg. Right. Yoga makes you get in a posture where you like you want to fall over because you know you never put yourself in that weird posture. And right. it forces your brain and your muscles to adapt to that and be able to handle that, you know I love it. That you know, imposed circumstance. So.
1: Okay, so just a little bit about resistance, resistance especially. Training. Yeah.
0: Okay. So resistance training um, is Way more important for body composition than people used to think. Okay. When we were kids, if somebody was chubby, you would say, oh, that guy needs to jog. You know what I mean? We'd <laughs> yeah. say, you better get on the treadmill, dude. You're chubby. Yeah. Well, now we know that maintaining body composition, which by, for your listeners, that's the composition between lean mass and fat mass. Okay. That's what we're talking about with body composition. Because you can weigh less or weigh more, and it doesn't necessarily mean that your body composition is right. right. Does that make sense? Yes. So,
1: Do you want to know why fad diets get a bad rap? Theron's about to explain it to you. If like me, you've ever lost five or 10 pounds, you know, before fill in the blank, the vacation, the wedding, the holidays, and you've done it in a not healthy, super low calorie way. Here's why those approaches to weight loss don't work, especially long term.
0: So, and that happens sometimes with people is they'll do a diet like, oh man, I just, you put honey and lemon in this water and I did it for two weeks and I lost so much weight. It's like, well, what's your body composition now? You know? Yeah. And you lost fat, that's good, but you also lost, you know, six pounds of muscle. Oh. And six pounds of muscle, then a pound of muscle can burn like fifteen calories a day. You know, so now you burn seventy-five less calories per day.
1: Yeah. And once you've
0: done that for enough days to equal thirty five hundred calories of decreased metabolic you know, expenditure, that's a that's a pound of fat you just gained. Yeah. So you can get oh, fatter wow. yeah. if you lose lean mass. You've got to keep your lean mass up. Okay. So, and so with anti-aging, they say that women, starting in their fifth decade, in their 40s, are going to lose four pounds of muscle every 10 years. And men are going to lose six pounds every 10 years. And you will see, I see this all the time in my practice, there's the guy that comes in, you know, and he's a funny guy, he's seven years old, he's like, I'm the same weight I was in college. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude, but now you have a belly and you have no quads and no pecs. You are the same weight, but your composition yeah. is horrible. Yeah. So it's not the same. You know, okay and you have weight around your stomach and that's bad you know yeah. for your inflammatory hormones that will create yeah. cardiovascular disease so anyways mm-hmm. let's go back to resistance training you want to do your resistance training like you know three four days a week so you want and it doesn't have to be a long session you know 15 yeah. minutes to 45 minutes probably um, kind depends. of your big,
1: your bigger muscle groups is what yeah. I've always thought. Some squats yeah. so and it, some lunges. And
0: exactly. Yeah. So there's basically um, there's push movements, and that's what you uses your triceps and your pecs and your shoulders to push something away. There's pull movements. These are upper body we're talking about. Yeah. Where you do a row, um, you pull some, or a pull up or something where you pull something towards you. So that's going to work. You know, your biceps and your yeah. lats. And then there's um, a squat movement which is anything where you drop down bend your knees you know and you come back up and then there's a hip hinging movement and that's like where if you kept a good curve in your low back and you bent or hinged at the hips like a straight leg deadlift you're to pick something up
1: see that's one i just started doing a number of years ago and that has i i want to say it's changed my life yeah because i know every single time i bend down to pick something up like my new granddaughter i'm like Uh i can do this because of those deadlifts and i don't lift a lot of weights But and that's that was that. really,
0: okay, yeah, let me tell you something that's really cool that I came across like 20 years ago. There was this study, I think it was at Rutgers, and they, you know, in, in, at universities, they're the ones that do the studies, right? Yeah. And who's their, you know, who's the, the easiest, you know, participant in the study? It's college students. Student, <laughs> if, you know, you remember, you remember in college, that I remember seeing stuff in the newspaper. All the, the would be like, want to make 20 bucks? Participate in the diarrhea study. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how bad I need 20 bucks, but, <laughs> but maybe, you know, yeah. Yeah. so they use college students. And so all of the studies on like resistance exercise and the benefits from it were mostly college students. Yeah. And so these researchers are sitting around the table and they're like, like, yeah, we know that when we have people push weights pretty hard, they get all these positive physiologic benefits. But we can't have 80-year-old ladies do that. And one guy's like, why not? Let's try it, you're gonna kill them, let's, let's, let's see. Try it. And so they put old women on resistance training and they had the same physiological effects that the younger people did, as long as you don't hurt them in the process. So you had to have really? good form when you lift.
1: Yeah. But you can exert
0: quite a bit of force if it's good form and not injure yourself. Interesting. And so if they, you know, if they had a graded routine where you know start here and we go here, but we're gonna make you train hard. We're gonna, it's not gonna be like a weight that you can push fifty times. Right. We're gonna put some resistance in there. They had the same. Physiological effects. And it was really cool because they had these MRIs where they're looking at a cross section of like the, the femur. And it looks like, you know, what you see like a ham, piece of ham, where yeah. the bone is in the center. And you would see that before, where you see these little layers of muscle and fat packed between everything. Yeah. And after they'd done resistance training for three months, you could see these bigger muscles and smaller fat. And so in an eighty
1: year old woman. In an
0: older woman, yeah. Wow. Now they're never gonna have like the hormone support right. to look like a bodybuilder, to look like a female competitor, figure right. competitor who's twenty seven. I mean you're gonna have but you are gonna have composition changes even in older people. Yeah. And they're gonna and you know, and then all the other health benefits that come with it. Right. So CrossFit was big in this because their notion was, Hey, we're gonna do things that are functional, like you're talking about. It's, right. You know, I mean it's cool to look sexy, but can they pick up their grandbaby? Right. You know, and so they had older people going heading and training squats, training deadlifts. And the fitness community, I think at first was like, you can't do that with older people, man. We just put them on the bike. We have yeah. light stretches, put an ankle weights on, I have them kind of kick their leg back and forth. No, no like, <laughs> no. let's do it. And they would have these people that can do those things. Now there are some sometimes people get hurt in crossfit and it gets a bad name, but that's mostly because, you know, they have people do olympic style lifting. Right. and how many, they'll see how many they can do and how fast they can do it without resting completely Okay. and, and that style of weightlifting is actually a sport it, it's very technique intensive it takes yeah. years to get good at it and they'll have people do it before they took the time to get good at it and yeah. you have to have a lot of flexibility for it too huh. so CrossFit is good you just gotta kind of adapt it you right. know, to the, the person that's doing it and it's, it's very effective for that functional reason for the functional reason, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's just the message I want my listeners who, I think there's probably a number of them that are like me, is just not to think that weightlifting is not for them because they equate it with no. with super heavy weights, and you know, like, like no. you're talking about, there are so many ways to include yeah. some resistance exercise totally into them. your routine. So. Yeah, it is the foundation. And I and think do. that's the one, I mean, I know I know that I need all three, like you talked about, but mm-hmm. I think in terms of what's actually changed my energy level and my ability to move and enjoy life, it's been that resistance piece. Yes. And when I let it go, I, I sense it. When I add it back in, then you know, I love that part because I think we're all super tuned into the cardiovascular, you know. Quick quiz. Do you remember the three components of a balanced exercise program? Number one, it's flexibility and agility, which includes your balance and coordination. Number two, cardiovascular. And number three, strength or resistance training. So what if you can only do one thing? What would it be? Theron has the answer
0: which is but, important but you know if you were going to do if you only could do one thing like cardio or weightlifting what you would want to do is weightlifting and don't rest very much between sets right and just and it's okay to do a lower weight or higher repetitions and keep moving for, like through a circuit yeah. if you only did one or the other you do that, do that weightlifting one. circuit isn't that oh, interesting for
1: sure. yeah okay Theron you're amazing so <laughs> anything you want to add at the end any final words of wisdom for just health in general
0: Um, maybe just as far as the resistance exercise goes and exercise in general is that um, you know the more you do something the more you'll begin to like it Mm. and the easier it becomes for you and the more you kind of get addicted to it and you're like it's not as bad as I thought I kind of miss it now And, and people will feel that if people are like you know I just like to walk on the treadmill and um or I like to go on walks. That's fine. Walking is better than nothing. Walking sure. is not a great exercise. If you want to an anti-age better than everybody else, you have to do the resistance training, the harder thing. Yeah. But it will become sweet to you, and you'll start to like it more and more. Yeah. The more you do it. Um, you just got to get past that hard part in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but it really will be something that you start to like. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then it's the same thing with nutrition. You know, I have, I've heard this from people for, you know, 20-whatever years since I've been practicing, is that if they they loved Coke and they had to have Coke with pizza and I I just have a Coke at 4 o'clock you know give me through the rest of the day whatever and if they actually stop drinking Coke for two weeks and they try it again they're like oh my gosh that tasted like syrup that was horrible (laughs) I don't like it I I don't know why I liked it so much so these things are all you know things that you don't I mean the the sugary foods you really will lose your taste for it if you don't eat it as much the more you do it the more you kind of expect it and your brain is expecting that and like Uh you said you're Those receptors in your brain, your muscles—they are on a sliding scale. They, they will get used to a certain thing, and it's always hard when you deprave your brain from that thing for a while. But then, you'll be fine. Your body adapts pretty quickly, and I'm talking about seriously, like two weeks.
1: Yeah. Coke. yeah, Maybe even less. I've adapted to very dark chocolate. I'm yeah. just gonna add that at the end. So <laughs> yeah, if I yeah. eat a Snickers bar, I would have a and headache. You don't even like in 30 regular chocolate, right? <laughs> What's that? You don't
0: even like regular chocolate. It has to be dark. Now, it has probably. to be dark.
1: Yeah. I, that's what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had a Snickers bar, it would be I Some people are like, that's oh, up. that's bitter. I don't like that. no
0: but it's better. No, it's so
1: satisfying. Stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna do a whole podcast on chocolate. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, just just you know, the, the important thing is to be consistent over time yeah. with your nutrition okay. and with your exercise. That doesn't mean you can't miss a day, like that's why they have a thing called cheat meals. Yeah. That's fine. You know, um, some people say, hey I want you to do it, some nutritionists say, hey do that cheat meal, eat a stack of pancakes will ya? Because I know you're going to feel like crap later and you're going to go back to your diet yeah. you're going to see Yeah, interesting like. right? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So. I love it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I love you.
0: Love you too.
1: Man, I'm telling you, I really do love that guy. has <laughs> taught me so much. And- There's some serious nuggets of wisdom in there. Did you hear him say, walking is not the best exercise if you want to age better than the next person, right? Not that it's a competition, but we hear so much about get out and walk and certainly that could be part of your exercise program. But understanding these three components and creating more of a balanced approach is what I want to do and and have done as I am navigating this adventure that we call midlife, I think I said something like this last week, but this is one of your most important stories to tell. Take care of the storyteller. Decide that you can make a difference in how you feel, because I know you can. You are worth it. And this the sense of confidence and accomplishment that Theron talked about comes not because you look a certain way, but because you show up for yourself in consistent ways. How about this? I'm going to challenge myself and you to make one small consistent change in how we eat and in how we move we can do this because when it comes to taking care of yourself so that you can do all the other things you want to do this is what i've learned and continue to learn you know what i'm going to say we have exactly enough time if you appreciate what this dedicated man is doing for your health and figure Tell a friend about The Jack LaLanne Show, this channel daily.